All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode 60 of the Future Moguls podcast. This episode, we're doing the top 10 Cincinnati albums for 2019. I'll be right back after Samuel Steesmore. I'm going to read your thoughts. Come here from a great distance. Yes, exactly. Don't tell me. Uh, you want me to buy a subscription to the Saturday Evening Post? No, not a word, not a word, not a word now. What? Gosh. I'm from the future. I'm from the future. Hey guys, we're getting into another episode of Future Moguls Podcast. Today we're doing our top 10 local Cincinnati albums of 2019. And not only the top 10, but this is the end of a decade of episodes with episode 60. And it's the last one that we're putting out this decade. It's going to be a good one. Is that too long? No. Perfect. Perfect. I'm going to have to tell Chris to edit that a little bit. Uh All right, welcome back to episode 60 of the Future Moguls podcast. As you heard before, we're getting into the 2019 albums. Dude, I'm fucking off today. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> kind of hard to put this together. We gotta restart that. Oh, yeah. We gotta restart that. <laughs> All right, take them in. We need Chris in here. You want to kick it off? Oh, okay. I thought we needed Chris in here. We don't, but. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of the Future Moguls podcast. I'm Matt Shear here, as always, with my co-host. Gravel Bear in the building. We're here to do something uh, very exciting. Yeah, we kind of got into it last week. We did our top 10 mainstream albums of 2019. And today we're circling back and doing strictly our top 10 Cincinnati albums of the year. And this was a big episode for us last year. Um, we got a lot of uh, feedback from it, and we can't wait to get into it once again. I can't believe it was a year ago, honestly. I know, I know. And speaking of feedback, did you get any feedback from your list? Um, your we did a little bit. Week? We released that graphic where we cut the top five off. Um, we had uh, a couple people guessing them. We were giving away 50 bucks on Twitter. <laughs> Nobody won 50 bucks. It got but, some uh, people that were pretty it close. Was, it was kind of close, um, which means... Some of y'all were listening because I feel like it was pretty predictable if you kept up with us yeah. over the year. Yeah, we dropped little hints. Yeah. But uh, that was a fun episode to do. And uh, this was a hard one for me. Um, not necessarily picking 10 albums, but putting them in order because um, every contribution really has a lot to add to the community. Yeah. and they're, they're, You know, uh, I mean, just shout out to everyone that's been making music in 2019 doing you know, positive things. And I'm, it was a great year for Cincinnati music. So, and a lot of our biggest contributors really didn't release anything this year. A lot of them did. I mean, we're going to go through the list of uh, the biggest ones, but um, last year, a lot of people that appeared on my list do not appear on this list. So um, that keeps things interesting on a local level. Cause we're not as highly productive as right. um, an artist with so much funding and um, experience behind them. 
So yeah. that'll that'll keep it interesting, knowing that our lists are going to be pretty different from last year. I mean, what we got no tribe this year. Yep. No uh, future mogul favorite Devin Burgess this yeah. year. At least a, a rap project from him. No POC, which you know made both yeah. our lists. So so it's going to be crazy to see what and, kind yeah, of takes some other place people got that. to got to uh, get in on the list and stuff. So I feel like I can predict some of them. Uh, if you follow Donuts and Alcohol, they premiere a lot of it on the bakery. So we kind of knew a lot of the stuff that was coming out and that was new. Yeah. Um, that's I, where I kept up kept up with a lot of it, actually. Yeah. And I mean, if anyone's listening, we do the bakery every Friday night from 6 to 8 on illsonicradio.com or get the Illsonic app. We premiere a lot of a lot of new music all the time. I was going back and looking. Like we premiered solo with you know JB Deo and uh, Paris, so yeah, like the time re or, uh, time remix, yep. You know, timeless favorite Evan hopped on DH track. So yeah, uh, donuts and alcohol at gmail dot com. If you guys want to send some music in, we can play it. But um, yeah, it was a crazy year for twenty nineteen. Um. You want to talk about your list a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah. What you were thinking when you put it together? So a lot of these people, um, I tried to... So my list is made up of people that I would consider friends that I've made through being involved in the music. Um, some of the people on here I haven't really had a chance to connect with. So I tried to kind of make that not an element in choosing how to order them. I tried to be non-partial to like, you know, who who I'm friends with and who I'm not. So... um but I think my number one is pretty predictable. If you listen to the last episode or like two episodes earlier this year, or um, if you just look at what I was talking yeah. about, everyone knows what my number one is, but I'm not going to divulge it till we get there. Yeah. Um, and I do have a couple honorable mentions, not because they're any less enjoyable than what is on the list, but they don't qualify technically as albums. We had a couple good EPs drop this year. See, that's kind of where I'm at too. Like, I might, I'll probably contradict myself at some point during this list because at some, sometimes it was like, yeah, as an EP, I don't know if it can make the list. But then I do have, I guess, a couple on here that you can consider EPs. So I don't know. When you come down to the local level, and I don't like calling these artists local, call them Cincinnati artists, but when you're down on the local level, um, you kind of have to give yourself a little more freedom with that, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, from my list, these are the kind of the projects that I, I rocked with the most um, that I just, I mean, I caught myself listening and putting on the bakery and, you know, I don't yeah. If it was like past, I don't know, if, if you dropped something in December, it probably didn't make the list because I didn't have that much time to sit with it, you know, but and it's also kind of hard doing the like the Cincinnati list because a lot of people drop so many like just singles and stuff and yeah. not projects. So just because you didn't make the list doesn't mean you're you know not a good artist. These are like bodies of work that people drop that you know we could sit with. I would hope they're not judging their artistry based on our list. Yeah, not at <laughs> all. Don't do that. This is just something fun. Yeah, we like to do at the end of the year, the end of the decade. And honestly, know. I wasn't as in tune with local music this year as I was in years past. I mean, if you followed me at all, you know, the biggest thing this year is that I kind of um, stepped back from covering local music and 
focusing on other things right now. And that kind of was true in my personal life. Like I wasn't listening to a lot of it. Um, so it was kind of easy in that respect for me to come up with my list because it kind of limited what I was exposed to. But like I said, there's a couple of people on here I haven't really even had. Most of them I've had pretty good conversations with, but a few of them just haven't don't have the same connection. So it'll be cool to include them in my favorites of the year here. Yeah, I think I have a, I have some surprises, I guess, but then some not so surprising ones. Um, I guess we've hyped these up enough. Is it time to? Yeah, time to go. Time to go. You kick them off. And we don't have a special guest this week, so it's just going to be me and Gravel firing back and forth. Um, Chris has explicitly mentioned he is not participating. He cannot be fair and impartial as the creator of a lot of different albums in town. Well, I mean, do you have? Do you want to sh- uh, shed a spotlight on like any good albums this year? Maybe not order Chris. them, but just yeah, Chris. <laughs> There's got to be one or two you've checked out this year or even worked on that you were just. No. <laughs> I don't think it's going to come yeah. out. Yeah. Chris isn't in the right state of mind today. All right. Well, you want to kick them off? I'll kick it off with some honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, two EPs that I think uh, were both awesome. Um, just a little short as far as duration goes. Uh, the first one, OTP Crooner. That's one of save some time. That's one of my honorable mentions as well. Okay. That was that was actually pretty recent. It yeah, was a few weeks ago, something like yeah. that. Yeah, three song EP. Yeah, Freaky Maneuver and yeah, I love his voice. I love where he creates from. I'm a big Weekend fan. Not to put him in that box, but he kind of has the same ambiance to. Um, his music while still having an original he's not as like spooky yeah. I would say and he's a little less vulgar which I think uh, gives it a huge shot at um, you know being radio friendly music if it hears if it's heard by the right person so um, I think Crooner's a great artist yeah I mean, he's got a got a catalog at this point and he was nominated this year for best new artist in town at the CEAs so that's a cool little um, accolade under his belt that he, yeah, he could be nominated some, for that. I hope some people checked him out because of that. Sure. I'm sure someone yeah. did. And then my other honorable mention EP, uh, Growth EP, Chris Crooks. Wow, that's my other honorable mention. Okay. Well, they're both very deserving. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Great. And the thing about the Chris Crooks uh, EP, he dropped, like I said before, he dropped a bunch of just singles that were so good. Yeah. WKRC, um, uh, bet on yourself, and what was the other one? Um, dropped one more, and the growth EP, EP was great. If you probably honestly, if you would have put it all together, I'm sure it probably would have been an album. Yeah, it could have been at least. Yeah, but I mean, great music. Love Chris Crooks, and he kind of makes an appearance on my list. So okay, well. uh that's a pretty that's a pretty good honorable mention area. I yeah. think that makes the, these lists are going to be great. I haven't haven't gotten to check out the Aziza Love project as much as I wanted to. I've listened to some of it. It's it's pretty good. I checked it out. Heard. 
I'm a big Aziz Love fan. Yeah, but that's one of those ones that just dropped a little recent. Well, it shows up on here. I'm just going to give you that much. Uh-oh. I'm going to give you a preview. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, do we get we get down to it? I guess we do. Number 10. I don't really want to keep hyping it up. I want to just Yeah, kinda... number 10. Number 10. Number 10. Uh, this guy, this beat maker. Stop. Was a guest of ours this year and last year, several times. And we were guests of theirs on their show, his show. Um, I got Juan Cosby's Immortal Jellyfish here at number 10. He's my number 10 as well. Wow. Okay. That's so crazy. <laughs> we matched up already. Well, we matched up in the honorable mentions. We're still matched up. I know. Up. This is weird. <laughs> we promise we did not. <laughs> we didn't talk at all. We didn't talk at all. We didn't huh. talk at all. So, like, what made this album number 10 for you? So, um, well, we got advanced copies so that made me a little that always helps that makes me happy (laughs) um but i think so the thing about uh juan cosby or you know nick as we call him as a human and not a musical entity he um him and his collective grasshopper juice records are really um good at digging up a lot of attainable underground rappers for their events and their projects and i think it kind of goes um uh, it goes unappreciated kind of what they do for the community because there's a whole uh circle of like i don't want to say put in the box of backpacker like um freestyle type rap but they they kind of carry the torch in that realm and he's got um appearances and contributions from some pretty cool underground cats that is that is that way how you would classify it because whenever i like try to like i don't know how to classify that's what i'm saying whenever i try to like tell people about this album or just any of the rappers on here like i don't know how to like explain what type of rap it is kind of like hip-hop hip-hop purist stuff yeah because their events always have like the b-boys and the the rap battles and um, all the rappers that they bring to town. I mean, legends might be kind of a heavy word, but underground legends for sure. Like, yeah, and it's it's crazy because they're not like yeah, like you said, like legends, like that normal mainstream people would think of. But in their own right, they've toured the country, they performed here and there, and like went on tours. And I mean, they kind of are legends, <laughs> and they they kind of hold the they kind of carry the torch in that realm and Juan Cosby with the kind of production that um, that realm does well with kind a kind of boom bap. I mean, boom bappy stuff kind of like Fort ancient does a lot of stuff like that too. But yeah, um, Juan's been really good at putting things together, whether it's a hip hop festival or a non hip hop festival or an album. And I think the way that the immortal jellyfish is constructed and, um, put together is you can tell there's a professionalism in there. Right. And I mean, I've been campaigning for this for a while now. Like I like when producers put out albums and then get other artists on there and it, it opens up like such a bigger world for, for the listener. Like you, you check this out and you're like, Oh shit. He's got happy tooth and um, spoken nerd on that album. Never heard of them. But they spit great verses, and now you check them out. And if you go to their events, you learn about these artists. Yeah. They're kind of they have their own momentum that 
I think goes under underappreciated in town. Yeah. So I mean, a couple of my favorites on here, um, Impeccable High. Oh, you got it pulled up with yeah. uh, with Zella and Oddly, uh, and of course you can so, tell by the you can see the features and stuff like that, and just know that that song's gonna have yeah, some like it can't be bad like it. Oddly and Zella. Like, yeah. come on. And then, of course, this was a bakery premiere. How about that? China Shop Curiosity, Jay Hill and Haskell. Woo! Yeah, there's some rapping on that. That's a that's a contender of like one of the best songs of the year that came came out of Cincinnati. Like the beat's great. Jay Hill just spits, and I think Haskell just murdered it. She's like a real, you know, lyrical. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. That was a great song. Those were my two favorite. Yeah. What are any of your favorites on there? I think you pretty much nailed it. I was going to pull it up, but I stopped in the middle of because I, I got distracted. Yeah. So I just keep that features galore on here. Really love what he did. Um, yeah. I think I'm ready to move on to number nine. Number nine. It's going to be interesting to see if we part ways. I think we will here. You think so? Yeah. Why don't you? I'm pulling it up too, so I can talk more. I'll kick. I'll kick them off this time. Number nine on my list is gonna be from the Uptown with Love Volume One by DJ Wavy Mo. Okay, I I should have included that <coughs> at least in my honorable mentions. It's only four songs. It's short, but very, very, very cool. Very. Dope project, um, DJ Wavy Mo. He's he's been DJing in Cincinnati for a while. He's yeah. learned from some of the greats, and we've had an episode with him. Yeah, and Go DJ Hope. Peep that. Yeah, um, really love what he did with this project. Like he had a a really cool release party. Uh, had some cool ass T shirts, which I've gotten compliments on when I wear. People are just like, "Oh, that's a dope shirt. Who is that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's that's just DJ Wavy Mo, man." Like. <laughs> That's the homie. But um, he kind of did, is an, I guess another producer. I mean, he, he produced the tracks and he's got Chris Crooks on there. Killed it on What's Your Phone Number. Alan for President. Wayne Fowler. I mean, just such good like artists. The heme, is that what they call it? The heme team? Heme team, yeah. Um, yeah, and he kind of, throughout the project, it's kind of a story about like, you know, approaching a girl and, you know, dating her and all that. <laughs> <laughs> so hands. it's really cool. So he, he like, he kind of does this little interlude things and it's really cool. Big shout out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> definitely one of the best projects of the year. Yeah. Good stuff. Number nine for me. Uh, and this was like a rap album. We're talking about rapping. Mm hmm. I'm talking about uh, AC, the entities, uh, power of the mind. Okay. Um, I believe MC Till was a part of that release as well. Um, I don't know if on all of it or on some of it, but I know he was um, a big part of it. So MC Till, everybody's hip hop label. Like um, he's definitely, if we're talking about kind of like, I don't want to go back to like the backpacker, but like if we're talking about like the classic rap sound, 
Um, he's another one of the guys in town that definitely has his finger on the pulse of um, stuff like you would hear on AC the Entities, Power of the Mind. Um, Vibe 1 on there. He's on a song 1-2. That's probably one of my favorites on the album. It's where the energy kind of picks up on it. Um, yeah, if, you, if you're looking for like a rap album that kind of in the conscious lane, that's mm-hmm. definitely one I would pick up and definitely one of the better rap albums released this year. And tell us a little bit more about AC the Ent- Entity. Um, so I've met him a few times, and this is this is definitely one of the artists on here that I haven't had a chance to connect with on a level as deep as a lot of the other ones. So um, on a personal level, I can't tell you that much about him, but um, I know he has his his he's out there. So let me let me pull up some information while. I can. I mean, I can share some stuff. I think I've actually received a few things from him. Yeah, I. I don't know if I've spoken to him before, but I definitely need to check out the. Project. I feel like it was at Top Cats two times in a row. I ran into him at Top Cats. I think it might have been like the Goody Mob show, and maybe even the grand opening. Um, which kind of speaks to like the style of hip hop that that he puts out. It's kind of reminiscent of. Kind of like a tribe called called Quest mm-hmm. type stuff. So that's I mean I've always been into tribe called Quest. So that's maybe that's kind of where it hit me from a from that standpoint of just how it sounds. It's a tribe, y'all. Hey, I have to throw some tribe on after this tribe called Quest, and then that even, sounds good. Even, Sun, little Sunday morning. Hey, it'll be afternoon by the time we're out of here. It's still good. All right, I think they're pretty interesting. Uh, List so far, yeah, we're we're we've uh, finally diverged from each other. Yeah, pretty pretty boldly too. Yeah, two separate lines. I think we're gonna meet up again though. Looking at the rest of this, okay. Um, number eight, right? Yeah. Oh, we flip flop. Now you yeah. go first. I just went first last time. Okay, so I'm going yeah. first again. Oh, okay. Number eight for me, I have Euphoria by Perez. Good. Good. That's. That's putting it lightly, but yes, it's a great album. No, I was just saying, <laughs> yeah. good. I'm glad it that it made your list. Yeah, um, you know, Prez is um, and all for all intents and purposes, still a very young artist, and he continues to um, create outside outside the box is a cliche way to put it, but he's a very free form artist. Um, you called one of the one of your picks last week avant garde. Mm-hmm. I would very much call Perez avant garde yeah. when it comes to either his music or his visuals, even production. Yeah, just, or even it's just Instagram. Like everything's kind of just different. It's so it's so different. Yeah, it's so it's it's like that that good type of underground. That's yeah. like it's underground because it's gonna pop eventually, and people are gonna you know gravitate towards it one way or another. Yeah. So I used the word lucid to describe him when he was a guest on the show with uh, Zella. But I think the name of his project, Euphoria, I think that word is perfect not only for the music on Euphoria, but to describe kind of where he is as an artist right now, just what I'm absorbing from what he's putting out. Um, It always has that kind of distant feeling in the music Mm -hmm. um, where it's just... It's not out of reach, but it's not like up in your face like everything else is. It's kind of the music is secondary to like the overall vibe that's trying to be 
portrayed. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And even like, yeah. <laughs> even like the, the lyrics and stuff, it's not like a focus, like his like rapping, but once you like, it's just layered, you know, it's like just at, another instrument. Yeah. At, at first yeah. you're like, you're vibing with the music and then you, on another layer, you kind of like listen to what he's saying and it's, I mean, it's all good shit. It's not all filler, you know, just all about the vibes. Yeah. I'll say my favorite song on it was Ultra. I I don't know. That's kind of just what stuck out to me. I think it's three or four tracks in, something like that. Um, but yeah, that's my number eight. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, my number eight, also Kodachrome. Okay. Grand Ace. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, it released in March, so it was pretty early in the year. Um. Kind of a short project, five songs. That needs to be on here. It's not, but it needs to be. Um, I mean, Grand Ace, he's extremely This is Dayton, talented. though. This is Dayton. You're bending the rules. No, he's he's ours. We do claim him. Yeah. He's ours. <laughs> he's in Cincinnati. Um, I mean, he's he's so creative. And so, like, he's just, I feel like in his head, he's got a sound. And he's able to, because he produced, I'm pretty sure he produced all of this or most of it. I think pretty sure right. it's all of it. Yeah, yeah, if my memory serves me correctly. Some of my favorites on here: "Master of Disguise," such a fucking good song. "Fertile Soil" is my other favorite. Um, yeah, he's just been—he's got so much potential. Yeah, I actually found out about him through this album <laughs> um, when I was still very active, posting stuff with Doubleson um, earlier this year. That was one of the albums that I got an advanced listen of and. Um, you know, I try to listen to everything that's sent to me and he was kind of a new name in my inbox. So I checked it out and I was like, not expecting to hear the depth of music that I heard. I think I likened him in my review to the childish Gambino of our area. Yeah. For and sure. I think that's definitely, um, not an out of line, uh, comparison to make. No, I mean, like we've been preaching, it's different. It doesn't sound. Like everything else you hear, it's it's dope. Um, and I, I love the album cover too. Go check that out on uh, Apple or wherever. Pretty yeah, it's cool. just it's not overdone. It's just it's a little sampler. Yeah. If he's got if he's gonna capitalize on this in 2020, I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. Where are we at? Seven. Number seven. Uh, this was another guest of ours this year. Um, and actually, I find it crazy that this came out this year because I swear what I swear it came out last year I feel like I listened to it um a lot last year but here we are it came out this year <laughs> uh Jones Sheep an extended play oh damn I could have sworn that was the last year release but I went back through stuff I listened to this year and that was on there well didn't she re-release it or something Did it yeah but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, roll with it. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of it because um, we had the chance to talk to her about the underlying concept behind it, which would be um, alcohol. Right. And that would be the wolf in sheep's clothing and kind of getting that context and having, um, you know, met Jones enough to kind of grasp her personality and where she creates from. Um, I think it was a quality release especially um because it was kind of the 
I think it was the longest project she's ever released, which kind of made it a big deal just to have that bigger body of work out there. And I think it was delivered great. Um, I saw her recently after at one of the No Cool Kids Allowed mm-hmm. um, at Revel. Um, she's just a really great artist, and I want to see more from her for sure. Yeah, she's she's really talented. She can either sing, rap, spoken word. I yeah, guess she's all. killed all of it, and I've seen it all live in different settings, and she's just awesome. Yep. Shout out to Jones. Big one. Tell him Jones. All right, number seven here. Uh, you know, kind of wrapped up the donuts and alcohol season with him. Uh, the final episodes. Okay. Of course, we're talking about Kyrie with Cincinnati. That is a really, it was a really great album. Yep. Yeah. I, a lot of people put it number one on their list. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with, with that, but here got him at number seven. Uh, a couple of my favorites. I think what really got me at first the Art of Ignorance. I thought it was just such a good song. Got that early Kendrick vibe on That's it. That's exactly and, what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, this is this is really dope. Chris already bought a hat, by the way. Yes. Uh, timeless hats are on sale. 20 <laughs> bucks. You can. Uh, timeless beanies. I'm sorry. Um, they look really cool. I might buy one, actually. At Timeless Art Studio on all socials. Reach out if you want one. Or, of course, you can call 513 655 Five six six five. You know you got to insert the commercials at the best parts. That's how this works. <laughs> and you can book now with Chris Turner <laughs> or a host of other great engineers. All right, no, back, back into to Cincinnati <laughs> with S's. Cincinnati. By the way, if you're looking this up, Cincinnati just replace the C's with S's. You'll find that because it's a sin. A lot sin. of bad things going on. Um, Dart of Ignorance loved it. The remix. I wish more people. F- did this. Yeah. They have a hot song. Make the remix with like eight other rappers on it. Yeah. I mean, they had Alan for President, Deo, Jay Hill, Roberto, I'm pretty sure. Big bars on that song. I like um, the intro song, Lights, was great. Um, and it's just a good good album, front to back. I would have to agree. Shout out Ky- uh, Kyrie, BTB. Be the best definitely one of the uh, artists that I haven't had a chance to connect with as much as the others on this list and he just dropped another project at the, at the end of the year Star Wars inspired uh, causing some controversy I saw but um, <laughs> we won't go into that but yeah I mean he's definitely he's got a good head on his shoulders and he's he's rocking out makes good, good music <laughs> he does he's doing he's doing all yeah, this stuff you're right, right. I, I just like he kind of went like, kind of feel like his dad. Well, <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud, dad. Good job, Kyrie. All right, let's go on to number six. Number six. So I know we're not going to meet up here because you mentioned uh, it came out a little bit late for your list. Okay. To uh, be a contender. Uh, I put Aziza Loves Bear Soul on here. So while we don't get a contribution from Tribe, we get a contribution from one of its members, and um, Z actually released um, another EP earlier this year. Uh, Views from the cut, yeah, which was really which was good. really good. It had a lot of uh, music on there that wasn't cleared, so it didn't hit the mainstream streaming platforms. Mainstream streaming, 
<laughs> yeah, that's right, I guess. Uh, so, um, I think it was uh, Erica Badu's sample that really made it hard to get it on there. But it was on SoundCloud, and she killed it on there. So I, I wanted to hear more solo work from Aziza, and she did it when she released Bare Soul. Um, I'm going to pull it up here. But yeah, I mean, honorable mention for me has definitely got to be uh, the first joint she dropped. Yeah, she the whole thing. I think one of the songs was almost like eight minutes, and I was there for really, all Phoenix of it. Rising or something. Yeah, yeah I was there for was, all of it. Like, we had an episode the, about it. Go back and listen. Yeah, well, she yeah she was the guest. She can ex, she can explain it way better than me. Um, but this Bear Soul EP, I mean, it kicks off with Fake Friends, which, um. I mean, it's kind of, it's not a theme in their, in in her music, but she's definitely always open about her relationships with people in her music, and um, she's not afraid to go there right off the bat. That's one of the ones I've heard, and yeah, um, and it has a mix of her. She she can rap her ass off, but it has a mixture of that and her her singing in the same songs and in separate songs and. She went, how many songs did she put on here? 10 songs, which is, I think, the most we've gotten from her in one project before. So it's kind of nice to get a complete body of work of it, too. Um, I'm new to both of the features on here, so it's not kind of a predictable lineup. Joss Jessen and Emma O'Bannon. Um, I'll look them up, but I'm not, right now, I'm not really familiar with them. So that's another... Thing to check another out. thing to check out which i like oh, well that's a good pick that's yeah a good pick. if you know aziz of love you know she's not going to put out something that sucks that's right. just facts right <laughs> right okay uh number six over here is another guy i got to spend a good amount of time with this year i think we interviewed him about three times three times this year uh, yeah 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 it's uh it's a little club, you know. The oh, was I there for these interviews? Oh, uh, probably one or two. Probably <laughs> two. Uh, okay, I think we haven't interviewed that many people together, so just yeah, we have. We do a podcast. Um, it's gonna cost you, Papagora. Okay, um, that's not what I thought you were gonna yeah, say. No, I've gotten to uh, I've gotten to see him. I've seen him perform a couple times this year. Great energy. This project's great. Um, he, he's progressing. We did an episode, Future Moguls, with him. He talks about this project. Check it out. Um, Taxi, great song. Invest, great song. Vatican, this whole thing is great. And Mental, that's probably one of my favorites. It had that, you know, cool, like, funk vibe to it. Um, yeah, it was a good, good, solid project from him. I like the cover art. It's really cool. He's been moving too. The stuff he's been posting on Instagram, he's playing for like pretty packed rooms. And yeah, it seems like he's really got like a fan base brewing for sure. And he just released a song uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, Mayday with Jones and uh, yeah. Shalom Akemba. Yeah. Great. Great, great stuff. Big shout out, Papa Gora. Keep doing you, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with everything you said. Um, stealing a little, stealing a little of my thunder. Oh, well, our top five, I think, is gonna be pretty different. And we're there, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. This is number. Five. Well, I know two of them. I we talked about two of them in my top five, but not this next one, number five. 
Uh, Pressure by Ronan, Howey, and Smokeface. Uh, a re-release of a past project of the same name by Ronan. I forgot that dropped this year. I'm yeah, sorry. that was one of the ones I I kind of alluded to earlier that I swear was last year. Damn, but you did more when, homework than me. Went back and looked at what I was listening to, and this was there. And this just barely skates by the honorable mentions because of the length. Six songs. I went ahead and threw it in with the albums because that's kind of. I feel like that's. Middle of the road for albums these days, six songs. So, um, Ronan is one of my favorite artists in town. Um, just from not only his obvious technical ability with rapping and songwriting, but his delivery is so passionate, for lack of a better term. Like, you can, if you see him live, you can absorb the energy that he is performing. He's a, with. Yeah, he's a performer. And like, in his music videos, he has that same energy. Um, it it yeah, performer is another way to just sew it up into one, sew it all up into one word. But um, with Smokeface next to him, um, it's a good team. Yeah, it was a great it was a great matchup. Um, it came out awesome, and I listened to it a lot. I have to. I don't know if I want to pick a favorite song, but um, obviously the title track, Pressure, and then Sirens. I mean. I like I like his whole style. He comes from an angle that no one else in town really comes from, which is I want to say spiritual, but I think that's kind of a good place to put it. Not not like religious, but spiritual. Yeah, kind of self reflective. Yeah. yeah. I want to apologize to Ronan. It did not make my list, and I feel fucking stupid. And that's what's about fun it. about these lists, though, because we're we're like uh, surprising each other. It's like yeah, and I mean, I also dropped. The Icarus trilogy with um, with JB was that this year? That had to be last year. Because I was on my way to the release show when my tire went flat. I don't think that was this year. Oh, was it this year? Yeah, that was this year. According to Apple, that happened this year. That all was dope. And then they just dropped that uh, Babs Forever. Yeah, uh, single him JB and J Hill. It was great. Uh, Great. I mean, definitely dope shit. Yeah. Fruitfly was that this year? Yeah, that was uh uh no, Fruitfly was last year. That was just a standalone, right? Yeah. Yeah, that I was last so. year. I mean, golly. Yeah, he's he's definitely one to go check out if if you haven't yet. Yeah. City B likes him. We like him. That's enough for you, right? <laughs> okay. Um another one you mentioned already. This is your number five? Number five. Euphoria, Perez. Okay. Um, Anything to expand on? Yeah, I think the artwork that he had for this album Ooh, yeah. was, he had so many different things. He. It was, uh, ye- it's like yellow, is that? There's one that's yellow, there's like, I've got, he sent me a bunch of them, I have them all on my phone, but like, there's tons. He made so much art for this. Um, the color scheme, the idea, um, I know he, he mentioned something about like um, being inspired from Akira. Um, yeah, I think he just killed it. One of my favorites was Paisley Colors. Uh, those were just, those were great. I'm trying to pull up the cover art here on my. <coughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's killing shit. And here's one it, thing I have to say, Perez, if you're listening, this is just a marketing. I know you, pr- you probably deal with this yourself more than me. 
But the little like apostrophe over the E makes it very hard to like search in Apple Music. Yeah. I guess unless you and and Google. I'm just saying. Um continue. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I'd probably rank this higher if there was more of a, a build up with the um the rollout for the project. Um which I don't know. I don't even know if that's his style. His style is kind of like it's kind of not, yeah. yeah. Just put it out there and you know let people gravitate towards it. But I uh, I just wish more people would have listened to it and really like took it in. There's no reason he shouldn't be like huge. But I mean that's just my opinion. That's, that's just my opinion. opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I loved I love the project. I I got to hang out with him a bunch this year as well and cool dude he knows what he's doing and he's got um like a music musical taste that you know no one else does you can kind of tell with his production and his the music he makes it's kind of a mixture of a bunch of stuff we on four we're on four and uh for the next few at least we're going to be discussing things we have already discussed but uh I'm going to go ahead and drop my number four is Papa Gora's It's Gonna Cost You. Hey, now. Papa Gora made my list last year with Hope. Uh, I actually nominated him for CEAs this year, which I don't think it didn't make its way into a nomination, but he was definitely uh, one of my favorites this year. Um, just something from, I mean, I kind of summed it up last year, what how I feel about his music, but. There's just something from where he write, writes from that feels incredibly authentic, you know? And that's just because it is. Um, he has a little bit different perspective, as we know, since he's an immigrant from Senegal. Um, there's just a little bit... Uh, I think you can see what's going on around us with a little bit wider angle and is able to write from there. Right. Uh, I think Invest is probably my favorite song just the energy of that one. And he kind of told the story of it, how it just came together by for fun. And those, those always tend to be my favorite songs, even on an album where there's a lot being said. The song where they just had fun in the studio is mm-hmm. kind of where the energy hits me usually. And when he told that story and I could hear it in the music, became my favorite song and uh, visuals for it. Just kind of going crazy with it. Oh, Papa, and I actually Papa. only play it here. Papa, That's, Papa. So yeah, Papagora, one of my favorite artists. I think he's um, really proved himself a lot this year to a lot of people. And uh, I think he'll continue to do that in 2020. Hmm. Papa. Papa. Big shout out to him. My number four, none other than EPSM by Dale Gold. Okay. It was a good one, man. I knew that was going to show up. It was a good one. Um, And... I mean, probably the best release party I went to this year. Yep. Uh, down at iHeartRadio. I bet those chicken was, wings were fire. Yeah. Had a bunch of food and I stuff. Definitely adds ambiance <laughs> to the album and <laughs> excitement for the album when we heard it. And there's just a bunch, a bunch of cool people there and it was a good time. But aside from that, the music is great on it. Uh, a couple of my favorites, Dance to This, yeah. Blunts and Wine, Mac Down. Yep. Tell Me featuring Crooner. Uh-huh. Great combo. Crooner and Deo Gold. Make a whole damn project together, guys. Yeah. Make us really happy. Um, <laughs> I mean, this album had legs on it. I think he's one of those type 
when he makes good music, it sticks around. It's it's EPSM, man. Essential positive soul music. Ask your dad. Ask your dad. <laughs> he knows about it. Yeah, so <laughs> I I like this album a lot. Um there's just there's just good music on it. Some chill shit. Um he actually had a couple of singles leading up to it. Um Ohio Living and um yeah. So it was and that good, dropped good that dropped as a single ahead of it, I think, too. Yeah. So I mean, good year for him. We actually did a he just did a pretty funny segment with him for the next season of Donuts and Alcohol. Pretty funny. Funny. Hey, you got segments. Yeah. That's cool. To expand on that sometime. But I can um, be funny too. Yeah, sometimes. we'll get you in there. <laughs> so yeah, big shout out. Number four, Dale Gold, EPSL. Well, I see us moving through the bottom three pretty quickly. Top three, I guess you would say, pretty quickly. Um, Most of mine are either repeats from this episode or episodes prior. Uh Uh-oh. So we're going to go ahead to number three. I put Cincinnati at number three. Really? Previously discussed. Um, And I think it's interesting because I haven't, like I said, I haven't really had a, uh, a chance to connect with him. But... Easily one of the most um, original projects released this year, if not just from like the vocal inflections in the music is just you can you can hear like a different effort being put into creating a sound, you know. Yeah, um, I think everyone kind of uses a voice that's not completely their own, like speaking voice when they rap, but in this case, definitely like. Kind of like you mentioned early Kendrick, like not necessarily characters being created, but different perspectives, a different, yeah, different like voices and yeah. um, just sounds being being used uh, with a better cadence, like Kendrick would do. Right. Um, I think that's where the album really shines. Um, and beside that, there's some just real rapping on it. Yeah, he's 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 very talented, and I, I mean, he just popped up this year. Yeah, that's. The, I think that's what gives it so much strength too. Is knowing that yeah, you, you come out from here. You come out like that. Like that's when there's a um, when there's even like a even more mainstream artist that does that hits you hard like a Nas hits you with Illmatic. Yeah, Jay Z with Reasonable Doubt. Everyone it's always like, talks about first impressions. That's important. Yeah, he's especially like with a local fan base when you're starting out. Like you got to be got to give them something off the bat. Yeah, big big shout out. Um, was that your number three? That was number three. Where are we at with you? Number three on my list is "The Outcome" by Crooner. When did that come out? That came out this year. Right? Oh, that was a January release, wasn't it? Um, or was that? I thought it was December. Yes, January. It was around New Year's. January twenty eighth. Oh, right. Oh shit! Didn't make your list. I I I didn't even consider it because I thought it was last year. No way. Yeah, it was this year. I thought it was um, around Christmas. It was cold. It was still cold in January. So that's this album was so good. I mean, so good. Yeah. Um, Let's it, talk about it. <laughs> um <laughs> this was like his first full project that he's released. I'm 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 sure. But um VIP is great. Show me sound we make with Dale Gold. Yeah, Dale Gold and Crooner. 
great. Um, probably either that or Distraction featuring John Schuyler. That was the big single Kiana, off the release, I think. And Freewheeler. Yeah, it was um, It was great. Everything About You with Kiana. He, you know, he's got a good um, chemistry with her. They make good music together. Rewind. That was the single off of it. If is great. I'm just naming off everything on, on the album at this point. Yeah. This is some. I ran you through should, that album. You should check out if you like R&B at all or you like The Weeknd at all. You like any of those type of artists. Yeah. Check this out. Yes. It's got some sad stuff <laughs> on it, which is what I'm always into. But yeah. Like, not, not really sad, but this the outcome is definitely written from a sad place. But yeah. it's not like emo music. You well, know then you I mean? got like songs like VIP. That's a little more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is this is right up there. I think any of my top three are you know interchangeable. Wow. Well, if there's like a two and a half, I'm gonna put the outcome in there, squeeze it in because big oversight. Not hey, you missed a few of mine though. Thought they were a different yeah. year. That's how that's how the game is played. To be honest, we probably heard it in 2018. Yeah, maybe. we definitely did. <laughs> Oh, that's the life of a mogul. Sometimes you can't keep it straight. <laughs> See, we fuck up sometimes. It's okay. Top two. Top two. And they're going to be different, aren't they? Uh, Well, if you know my number one, then you're saying that because you know they are. Yeah. <laughs> they're interchangeable as far as I'm concerned. Last yeah. last week, Gravel War t-shirt with Vampire Weekend, which was his number one album of the year. Today, I'm wearing a shirt no. that has my number one. I'm not telling you who it yeah. is. Save it. But my number two is Deo Gold. Oh, wow. Holy moly. And one thing I want to expand upon with his album is, and he made, a, he made a big speech about this at his release party, is that he was kind of taking ownership at this point um, right. of the music itself. So uh, it wasn't available <coughs> on Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal. But it's really available on deogold.com. That's where you can get it. Right. And honestly, his numbers probably suffered a little bit because of it. And that was a sacrifice that I think he knew going in. It was a measured decision. And he made it um, so that he could have the ownership of the music, which in the long run is a very smart move. Um, I do think it should hit the mainstreaming platforms because um, there's a lot of benefits, especially because I think a lot of the music is, has potential to get into the playlist loop. And that's where, you I know, think some of the songs might be sample. I just know I originally downloaded it from his website. Cause that's what we were doing. That was, right, 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 that right. was his, his whole rollout for it. And then, uh, I think that was just a cool element that he decided to include that was different of his rollout than everyone else's. You know, hey, it's on Apple Music. So right, apart from really, all your song picks and asking your dad what we talked about earlier, that was something else I admired about it. All about all about the rollout. Okay. Um, my number two. I guess I know what it is if, if we don't have the same number one. Yeah. And it better be. Or I'm and we can just, talk I guess, I'm gonna talk with you both. Uh, we can just <laughs> both do this one. My number two, fuck a job. Hey, oh, ski, Isaiah. 
Um, very excited to hear number one now. Yeah. Um, but let's go. Let's talk about job, Great. Um, yeah. Roll out of the year for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. He, he, he did his thing campaign, put a show around it, had great merch, a good release party here at Timeless. Um, this is, I think his best project to date. I feel like he's finally getting, not finally, but like getting into his form. Easily his best And finding it. Uh, worked with Autumn Javinci, uh, produced the whole thing. Plenty of great songs. My only reason it's not number one, I feel like a couple of songs uh, sound similar. Just like the production. Just kind of is like, eh. But so it's you not think- that big of a deal. So he worked entirely with Autumn Javinci. I think Lee Tensei showed up on like part of one song. Like he worked with Autumn on it. Yeah. But otherwise all Autumn Javinci. Which is cool and on. I don't discourage people working with one producer or whatever, but But what I'm seeing is like I think that's probably one of the strongest things why the album was so good, but it's also like he said, kind of the, the, the one pitfall. Yeah. Because I mean, there's just naturally the same sound. The same flavor mixed into all of it, and I mean, not that they're bad songs yeah. by any by any means. Like they're all good songs, but just as a listening experience, as a full body of work, um, I kind of felt that way. But besides that, he, he really there was a lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot of different sounds on this project. I think Andre Javinci was pretty. Um, Pretty flexible and you know showed his strengths and stuff. I mean, you had the hard, hard shit like over, yeah, be like that, and Mo- then with that got, Monty C verse on there. God, yeah, the elusive Monty C Benjamin. Jeez, we'll have to talk about him after this because God. Um, <laughs> and then you got probably not even probably undisputedly the the song of the year from Cincinnati anytime with Aziz Love easily. Contender for song of the year, it was yeah, it was contender for video of the year at the true, CES. True, but um, I love that Dre shot this. Um, yeah, apply is great. Peace of mind was good. I know that's one of his personal yeah. favorites. And that became one of my personal favorites after hearing that he liked it. I always like the artist perspective. Yeah, because you can go in and like, what does he hear that he likes, and then you kind of I don't know if you find it necessarily, but you. I enjoy it more after knowing their perspective. So, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. So, I'll let you speak more. We've talked about it a lot. I mean, if you followed this podcast at all, or if you follow me at all, you knew this was going to be my number one. Oski, and just, I know I try to separate friends from people I don't really know. Oski's a great friend, too. Just knowing him and how that translates in his music, like you hear Oski in it, you know? Uh, that makes it, that gives it more listenability for me. Um, it's just a great album to begin with. We talked about like all the great songs on it. Yeah. I um, mean, it's, it's not, we great... nominated it. Nom- honestly, me and Gravel nominated it for awards this year. It didn't take any of them home, which means uh, there's just work to do outside of the hip hop community in Cincinnati to tell them about Oski Isaiah because. At the end of the day, like it doesn't really matter. He's making music that doesn't really need to stay here. There's it, it can go everywhere. So, and I was chopping it up with him the other day, and I was like, "Bro, 
they're up on that stage announcing names for album of the year and they say fuck a job. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not fuck a job. That's not PC or you know whatever. Like they didn't even say F a job. Like you did that, bro. Like you're <laughs> you took this style of rap and you're um being nominated for album of the year, video of the year. And that's that's pretty monumental. Like And he's really running with his for the crib brand. I've got a lot of the pieces, there's a couple that I still need to get my hands on. But between him and Ohio Player, that's like what my closet is these days. <laughs> and they're under the same umbrella. Uh, shout out Ohio Player Tim for the crib. The brand that's coming out of it is really cool to me. Yeah, so. they're making... Yeah, he just hits on all all levels. So, big shout out to Oski. I, I got tagged in something the other day. He's uh, He's already making something... For 2020, sounded pretty good. It was right here at at Timeless, I think. Um, I guess it leaves my number one, right? We're down to your number one. This artist, very talented. Interviewed him earlier this year. Too Rich Benji. Alien. Okay. At least I'm eating now. That's an acronym for alien. Yeah. <laughs> Clever. Pretty great. Uh, I mean, he. there wasn't much build up to this, but when he released it. I feel really bad, but yeah. Go on. He, I mean, there's just, there's songs on here on any level, local, mainstream, whatever. People are rocking with it. He's the type of artist that when I show people that, like just friends that I know that know I'm like really into the music scene and stuff. And I try to tell them about artists and half the times are like, whatever, local artists, it's not, you know, NBA young boy or, or whatever, but I'll show them too rich. And they're like, dude, too rich. I fuck with him, bro. Like just random, random friends I know, know about him, but, um, kicked it off with Tesla. One of the songs of the year. I know we said that a couple of times, but, Top five for sure. Dropped one of the craziest videos I've Crazy. seen. Shout out to Hive Mind. That was that was super dope. I think I think if that gets in the right hands or the right people see that that video alone, take off. And the song's so great to go with it. Soul Won't Die was another one that's huge. Change. That's such a fucking dope song. Um, yeah, he's just. It makes a great project, you know? Huge oversight on my part with this one. Yeah, and it was pretty early in the year, and, you know, there wasn't much build to it, but... I don't know why, but I I always... For some reason, when I think of Cincinnati artists, I always leave Too Rich out. I feel like he's moved on from this. Well, he's here, so... I don't know why I feel... I feel like... Yeah, I know know that. Well, I think he didn't make mine last year or the year before because... He was in Atlanta, but since he's back, he's here. I need to change my mindset back. It's a um, the Cincinnati album. Yeah, and I think we made some great picks. Had some obvious oversights on both parts, but... That's what makes it fun, as long as y'all don't get mad at us on Twitter. Or get mad. At least share the podcast. <laughs> we'll use the graphic with uh, some of our picks cut out of there, so... You have to listen. And I think that worked pretty well. Yeah. If that's what led you here, then it's working. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a, a great year. 
great year for music. 2020, I know, I know people had to have been just waiting out for 2020 yeah. to release stuff. So it's going to be a big year. A I big think year. a lot of people, I want to say this was a building year for them, but it probably was. And I think a lot of them are, are ready to show us something. Yeah, because I'm, wait, we'll probably get new JB, Lamage. POC's ramping up. They've been dropping POC, little things here and there. Maybe new tribe. Maybe new. No, sure. no pressure to anybody. We're just saying. We we would like it. We'd like it. We'd like it. We'll probably we'll put make out a list next list. year. Yeah, maybe we could do that. But I know uh, DA's got shit coming. Devin Burgess has got shit coming. We're gonna talk about that right at the right in the new year. We're gonna talk to Devin. Yeah. See what's going on there. Or Keisha or Keisha or whoever shows or whatever up. Whatever yeah. the hell is going on there. <laughs> um but yeah, we wanna I guess thank you guys for rocking with us. Um uh, it's been a great a, decade. Yeah, great decade, even though we we've only been here for the for the last little bit of it. Two years almost. Better late than never. Right. We're here. We're recapping, you know, being the future moguls we are. So I hope you guys like this episode. I hope you guys follow us into 2020. And, you know, we have a lot more guests, a lot cool, a lot of cool topics, maybe a couple bank episodes. But just make sure you guys get the content you need. That's and in 2020, we want to make sure you're drinking more water, first of all. And bringing in that new year with a great resolution to do something nice for somebody in close proximity. <laughs> so um also want to thank Chris and Timeless Recording Studios for all their hard work and hospitality. I hope y'all get some time off this holiday. I know it never really stops, but y'all need to take a little bit of time. He said they're not. Chris, you're going to go visit family, aren't you? Yeah. So. Yeah, he is. The holidays. Enjoy your guys' holidays. New Year's, Christmas, Hanukkah, anything you celebrate. Just be safe. Be positive. Enjoy that time with your family. <laughs> and we'll be here in 2020. It's been a great year, guys. Gravel Bear here. Episode 60 out. Peace. <laughs>